Hello and welcome. I'm Jeff Bonanno, and you are listening to the Do Something Nice podcast. Do, 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 do something, 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 do something, do something, do something, do something nice, 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 do something nice, do something nice, do something nice. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of Do Something Nice. How is your day treating you? Are you feeling good? You know, I can honestly say that taking things one step at a time is sometimes what you need. Think about it. We have so much chaos in our lives, and that best laid advice of how to move a mountain really is useful in times like this. That's what we have to do sometimes when there is too much for us to handle. Sometimes, you know, moving one rock at a time is better than not moving anything ever. Unless, of course, you really don't need to move that mountain. But I digress. Sometimes we have things or people in our lives that make a difference to us, but sometimes we encounter people who are meant to just touch our lives temporarily. Sometimes we experience love that way too. We all desire to be loved, and often we want to express our love. That expression is either intentional or sometimes not. Sometimes we don't even think about why we do things. Sometimes we get things confused, too. We can mix passion or excitement with the idea that it is, in fact, love. But what if I told you that you actually were right to think that it was love that you felt when you started flirting with that person on the other side of the room? What if I were to tell you that thinking you were following your heart was really a type of love, albeit a short-lasting love, but it was love nonetheless? What if you're beating yourself up over falling for that person and even more confused about knowing what love is now? So in our last episode, I talked about philautia and storge as two different types of love. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I do encourage you to take a moment to listen to it. Because I get into a level of understanding about how we can approach these types of love and how it affects us emotionally in the past, present, and future. I also talk about being hard on yourself in that episode too. So take a second and listen so you have a better understanding of what I mean. Because in the second part of a three-part episode where we talk about the types of love, I want to tackle a different type of love that we might experience that could be confusing. Two types, actually. The type of love that essentially are based on either attraction or the experience of love. I'm talking about eros and ludus. Let's first talk about eros, because that is one that we often feel could lead to guilt, and it often breaks us down in the end, because... When things go wrong or feelings wear off, we often are very hard on ourselves. Because eros is the love that we feel when we feel sexually attracted towards others. We feel that passion. We feel most alive. And we know we have a desire that we probably would like to fulfill. Many religions mark that feeling or the action as a sinful act. And when we do act on it, often out of wedlock, we have been taught to hate ourselves or feel remorseful because of our acts of sin. 
But why is that? Why are the repercussions of Erdos so bad? Usually, it's because it centers on more immediate feelings and relationships, ones that aren't usually going to stay. And because we are such emotional beings, it can really lead to so many other emotions that aren't welcome in our lives, like jealousy or heartbreaks. Maybe we use Erdos to hopefully fill a sudden void we have in our hearts or a desire that we have long forgotten. Erdos can, and quite often, does make you feel good. But is it a good thing? Sure it is. But the problem is that it often comes at the expense of others. Because of Erdos, we often are centered on ourselves so much that we don't always take into consideration of the other people involved. Or maybe you are really not feeling Erdos, but something else, while the other person may not be fully taking into consideration of your feelings. Heck, maybe somebody who isn't even part of it all ends up getting involved, and they in turn get hurt. And this is often why some relationships that are formed on Erdos don't tend to last. But the other side of this coin is that you can learn so much about yourself, what's missing, what your likes are, what you find you really need in your life. Allowing Erdos into your life isn't necessarily a bad thing, but there is a trick that we miss ever so often, and that is that it needs to be monitored, kept in check, and we have to keep an open mind on who else may be involved. Because acting on something before considering the consequences is something that can cause the most damage in relationships, ones that are built on other types of love. But understanding what Eros is, is a very powerful tool if you know how to use it. Like I said before, you can learn so much about who you are and what your needs are. But you can also better understand why someone else has done something you might consider extremely, well, stupid. And if learning how to forgive someone is important to you, knowing what may have caused an event in your life could help in that process of forgiving doesn't mean you have to forget, but carrying a burden and thinking it was because of you when in fact it really wasn't may make a difference. Now, to be clear, Erdos is the attraction you have with someone or something else, but Ludos, on the other hand, is the type of love you experience. Often it's the type of love you feel when you flirt with someone or do something for the sheer experience. It's when you feel good because someone is flirting with you regardless of who it is, or when you love skydiving just because of the experience it gives you. Because yes, Erdos and Ludus don't have to be based on a relationship with people. With Ludus, you enjoy those feelings something brings you, but do it without wanting any commitment or attachment. And yes, this is where I can tie this all into acts of kindness too because when we do kind things for people, I want you to do it for the experience. I want you to do it without wanting anything in return. I'm asking you to do something nice for someone without being caught for a reason. And that reason is because I want you to learn how to do it without needing something back. I just want you to experience it, experience how it feels and be able to move on without feeling obligated to signing up for something. I feel that sometimes one reason we hold back from that is because, gosh, if I am nice to someone, it means we have to be best buddies, and I don't want that to be necessarily. <laughs> or 
If I buy someone their meal, they are going to always expect it of me. Maybe that's what's running through my mind. But you know what? I don't want you to have to worry about that. It's not necessarily the case. Ancient philosopher Laozi once said, loving, hating, having expectations, all of these are attachments. Attachment prevents the growth of one's true being. And while we may reach a point in our lives where we want that attachment, we want a commitment, we first need to grow. Eros and Ludus are part of that kind of love that helps us grow, helps us figure out who we are, what we want, and most importantly, why. But it comes with the responsibility of knowing how to use it correctly without causing harm to others or being afraid to do something without needing to be attached. Because while having an attachment is good, and as humans, we need that, it's okay not to be seeking that attachment. You will become a stronger person for accepting that. That way, when you are looking for that attachment in your life, you will have a better understanding of what will make you happy. Speaking of happiness, one thing that makes me happy is hearing from you, and I would love to hear your stories or comments. So if you have any, you can share them by sending an email to mailbag at dosomethingnice.net or leave me a comment on the dosomethingnice.net website. Well, my friend, that's it for this episode, and I certainly hope it added to your understanding and acceptance of yourself so that you can better help others. In the next episode, I'll dive into the last types of love I want to share with you. So please, if you haven't done so already, subscribe so you will know right away when the next episode is out. I would love to hear your feedback and ratings, so if you would like to follow this show on social media, you can on Facebook at Do Something Nice Podcast, on Instagram at Be A Nice Ninja, or on Twitter at Be A Nice Ninja. You can also find this podcast at DoSomethingNice.net or wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcasts. Do Something Nice and the show's music is produced by myself. The Do Something Nice artwork and logo were originally designed by the talented Braley Rainey. Also, part of our support comes from listeners such as yourself. And you can help support this show by sharing it with someone in your life, then ask them to subscribe. Or you can order some great Do Something Nice merchandise by going to dosomethingnice.net and clicking on the swag menu at the top of the page to go straight to the Do Something Nice store. Finally, I want to say thank you so much for listening in. And remember to be a nice ninja and do something nice. Take care and stay safe out there. <laughs>